Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today's Song of the Soul guest, Brian Kelly, can do supercharged indie rock, he can definitely serve up some bittersweet pop, and he can do completely new things with music. Whatever form his music of the moment takes, Brian will expose your heart. Right now, Oceanography is a solo project, but it's a roost waiting for the rest of the flock to come home. Brian can powerfully channel Roy Orbison and his song Crying, and he can make you think you're with Neil Young, but mostly he's simply himself, and that's an excellent thing. Along the way, he played and sang with Butte County All-Stars, Food, and with Silence the Bird. Brian Kelly is located in Oakland, California, joining us today via Zoom. Brian, great to have you here today for Song of the Soul. Good to be here, Mark. What led you to call me up? I What was that? A couple few weeks ago, you called me up. You're promoing your new release, and and you said, I think I'll call up this Northern Spirit Radio. How did you find that? Well, someone told me about it. They were like, you know, I've been listening to your album, and they knew the, the premise behind it. And they're familiar with what you do. And they were like, I think it would resonate with this guy, Mark Helps Me, and I think you should get in touch with him. And so I listened to your interviews and I thought, you know, like maybe this could be a good match. So that's kind of how it came to be. And then I talked with you on the phone and you seem like such a nice guy. Was it at all scary to out of the blue call someone in Wisconsin when you're Californian? Yeah, yeah. No, it was, I was nervous about it, but you immediately put me at ease. Yeah, I'm a shy person, so it's not easy for me to just call up strangers. <laughs> Although at my age, I feel like it should be, but I don't know. You know, you just never know what, what's going to happen. I do know that there are plenty of performers who are introverts, but you say a shy person, and yet, to some degree, I'm sure you live for the moment when you get up on stage. I do, but it's nerve-wracking. I guess it, some are easier than others, but yeah, it, I think that when someone becomes a little too comfortable, then they're, they might lose a little bit of that edge. You know, you gotta, I don't know. It's a little hard to explain, but I'm always a little bit nervous before getting up there. And then there's a point where I kind of forget that I'm nervous. And that's the moment I think everybody kind of yearns for when they're performing live. You've picked out some wonderful music that you're going to share today. What should we start off with? Monterey is a good one. Um, that's the first song on my latest release. 13 songs about driving nowhere in alphabetical order. It's a mouthful. But yeah, that's a good one to start with. Tell me about it. And it, there's a video that goes with it. So I see a lot of pictures of a woman or a girl. And who is that? That is, or was my older sister, Corey. She passed away in uh, November of last year. She had cancer for a long time. And that song was actually written, 
way back in 2016 at a time when she had kind of been going through a really hard time going into the, out of the hospital and the song was kind of written it's not necessarily specifically about her but it was kind of a feeling that existed in me at that time and was kind of came out of that experience of you know trying to be there for someone who was going through something like that at the time there's a couple lines in the song that seem central to your meaning. You repeat, it's not your fault, it's not your fault, right? Yeah. That's one. And then the other one is, we are prone to accidents close to home. Yeah. And, I, and I think that's got a specific meaning for you. Yeah. Well, you know, family is a complicated dynamic and I think you can treat family differently or people tend to, to some degree. And yeah, I mean, there are, it's kind of funny because the song to me, maybe this is an overshare, but it was kind of a bit of a premonition of the end of my sister's life, which is kind of strange in that towards the end of my sister's life, I had a hard time with her. Like she, we, we were not getting along and, you know, when, when when someone needs your help and you're constantly giving, sometimes you become resentful and you don't really understand why you're having these feelings. And I was kind of going through that towards the end of her life. And, and I regret having that anger. But that's kind of what I think that means. You're prone to accidents close to home, you know, you, you, because it's so close to you. You don't have that filter that you would normally have with with people outside of your intimate group. Tell me about it with my wife, who is the dearest, my beloved. My I'm you know thankful up and down about it, and yet there's no one I'm angry with more easily. It's like what? <laughs> well, I think we need to listen to Monterey, but it's kind of a mellowish start. You can rock it. And this one, you're taking it a bit easier for the most part as we listen to Brian Kelly sharing from his album 13 Songs About Driving Nowhere in alphabetical order. The song is Monterey. The fog is thin Traffic slow Can't stay
September 2021 release by Oceanography is 13 Songs About Driving Nowhere in Alphabetical Order. Brian Kelly is with us here today, and that song is Monterey. But tell us about Oceanography, which is who you are performing-wise. I call it Oceanography because when I started the project back in 2009, I didn't want it to seem like a solo songwriter project. I wanted to, you know, be able to book shows as a band, and it just kind of went from there. But why Oceanography? Well, there's no real profound meaning to it other than I like the way it sounds, and that's kind of like a lot of my songwriting decisions are based on, like in terms of word choices, are kind of based on the phonetics of the word. It's not always about the meaning. It could be the rhythm of the word that fits. And that word, I like the way it rolls off the tongue, and it has a certain like rhythm to it that I like. And also... It was available. Like it's not, it was, you know, it's when you're, when you're trying to develop a bandit, you're like, Oh, this is a great name. And then you look it up and you're like, Oh, it's a great name. And there are about 50 other bands by the same name. And it, it just, it, it had, it had a certain kind of familiarity, the word itself. And then the fact that it was available. And when I say available, I mean like back in the MySpace days, you know, you, you could search. I think I still have it, but it's like myspace.com forward slash oceanography. Um, so the fact that I was able to get that at the time was like, okay, this, this, is, this is mine. Is there any part of you that likes to be deceptive? You realize the word ocean has neither an S nor H in it, but if you had to do it phonetically, you'd do that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't think of that. And so is there a part of you that's... I'm not trying to be deceptive in any way. Okay, I mean, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Never, no one's ever brought that up before, though, but that's, that's an interesting point. And so, again, we just heard Monterey, which is from Oceanography's latest release. And I would say that there's both tears and longing in that song. That's what I feel. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we've just been through the period of COVID and isolation and everything. Are there tears in you right now, or is this a happy time? I mean, we've supposedly been opening up from the pandemic, and now it's maybe closing down a bit more. I don't know. Where are you? Uh, in terms of the pandemic, I'm kind of isolated still, but I've kind of isolated myself, which is it's, it's self-imposed to a certain degree because I've moved from where I had been living for the last couple of years in to my mom's house um, to focus on music. My situation, I think, is kind of unique in that way. So you moved away from your familiars, your clan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But you're doing this and so you get ready to go out on the tours. When is this tour planned for? Well, so the tour is planned, it's starting at the end of March 2022, so it's a ways away. Well, let's go on to another song right away and let people delight in your variety of music. What's next? Next one is uh, Painted Powder Blue, which is also on the latest release. So what's your relationship to the color powder blue? Is this a negative attitude you're going in with? Well, it's kind of riding the line there. I mean, basically, it's your typical breakup song, but it kind of, it's about acceptance and then also kind of the inability to accept. I don't know. I don't want to over-explain it, but um, it, I mean, I wrote it at a time when I was kind of going through a, a breakup. But I thought this was a couple of relationships past that breakup. Or maybe you just take a long time to break up. I'm a sensitive man. It takes me a long time. To oh, go. okay. <laughs> That's good. 
Well, we're going to be rocking it out a bit here with oceanography. Brian Kelly's my guest today for Song of the Soul. Here is Painted Powder Blue.
As you noticed, folks, the end of Painted Powder Blue, there's an extended instrumental going on there. I'm wondering if, Brian, that maybe relates to how long it takes you to get over a relationship. <laughs> the gratuitous guitar soloing? Is that- <laughs> yeah, I, I, that wasn't, I didn't think of it that way, but... Yeah, I mean, I guess there's a line in there. What is it? Um, I bought a house painted powder blue, and it's, it's, it, at the end, I say it's just a couple doors down the street from you. Meaning, I'm still around waiting, but uh, I don't know that anything's going to actually develop. But uh, here, here I am, kind of down the street. That's kind of the extent of the meaning there. But the ending—that's just me noodling on the guitar. <laughs> 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 I wish there was a deeper meaning, but I don't know that there is. <laughs> there, There is deep meaning in how we actually express ourselves. Some people talk it out. I'm, I'm a talker, as you can tell. But some people don't need words. They can go off into the flights of music, that, as you do, and that's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, folks, that's also from latest release by Oceanography, 13 songs about driving. That's the short name for it. <laughs> How do you fit that onto a CD? I guess you don't print CDs anymore, so it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's a very small type on a uh, on a record. I, I mean, I have LPs, so those are bigger, twelve by twelve. So I have twelve inches to work with. There. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah although I, I, the CDs are smaller, so it might be harder to read. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. One of those lines that in there also is, you know, I'm holding my breath. As opposed to don't hold your breath, but you're doing it anyhow doing because it, yeah, yeah. You're, you don't give up. I'm a, on ma- I'm a masochist. That's why. Yeah, no. <laughs> so at 10, you pick up a guitar and start learning something about it. Has this been an avocation, a direction you've been going all your life? Or did you go to school to be an electrical engineer and then find out that that didn't pay as well as being a musician? I wish I went to school for engineering. I've always played music, you know, in and out of bands and that sort of thing. But I I went to school and studied design. In our house, my mother kind of taught us how to be creative. You know, she taught us how to draw and paint and that sort of thing. So that's always been another large facet of my life is creating visual art. That's what I studied in school. But I was always playing in bands at the same time. And I remember there was a point where I was like, well, should I switch over to music? I don't know. You know, sometimes I look back and and I wish I had or double majored or something, but I didn't. (laughs) So I basically, you know, out of college, I moved to New York and started working in the design world. Designing what? The first job I had was at a children's book publishing company, like graphic design, that kind of stuff. So at least for any of the visual stuff that you release, you've got that part covered. Yeah, I mean, that's part of what I love about having a project like this is I can produce all my own videos, I can make all my own album art, my own show posters. Like I, I, I love the format of booking a show and putting a poster together for it and that whole kind of rhythm of creativity. I, I enjoy that. Although sometimes the the visual art can kind of take a little too much time. But yeah, the two together, I I really enjoy. 
Folks, I need to remind you, you are listening to Song of the Soul. Our website is northernspiritradio.org. On our site, you find links to all of our guests. So we're speaking today to a person, Brian Kelly. His musical project is Oceanography. And you'll find links to oceanographymusic.com on our site. You can find it for everyone from the past 16 years we've been doing this program, as well as to my guests for my Spirit in Action program. Also on the site, you find a place to share comments. We love your input, your feedback, your direction, your indications. Brian called me up. And just he happened to have a nose for someone in Wisconsin who might be appreciate this creative Californian person. So he reached out to me. But your suggestions help as well. So please reach out to us through our comments and our contact information on northernspiritradio.org. There's also a place to donate. That's how this full-time work is supported. And you'll also find the stations where we're our programs are carried across the U.S., seven of them in California. So please remember to check that out on NorthernSpiritRadio.org and especially to support those community radio stations. Community radio is so different from public radio and from the commercial radio. Uh, we are able to go depth and into the community in a way that other folks don't. So please support this special slice of news and music that you get via community radio. And oceanographymusic.com is a website for Brian Kelly, who's here. Uh, Brian, I did wonder, you said you performed with a number of different bands, right? You were up there doing lead guitar and other things. What were the names of some of those? Something drove you to oceanography. I think the first band in college was the Butte County All-Stars. We were kind of like a blues rock band. I think I've got a tape around here somewhere of that band. And then I was in a band called Food. We were like a pretty successful, relatively successful like college bar band. It was rock music, but we would harmonize, like do tight harmonies, and we would all sing songs. Like we'd switch lead, but the main singer, he he played the coronet. He was a really good coronet player. And um, so what happened there was we kind of did some touring up and down the coast of California. We actually opened up for Bernie Worrell of uh, Parliament fame. It was a fun time. But then, you know, like, you know, people grow up and have to get responsible. So that kind of, that ended and I moved away. I moved to New York at the end of that. And that's kind of, and then in New York, I, you know, uh, the, the drummer from that band moved out to New York and we played together in a band called uh, Silence the Bird. And that was kind of like an indie folk kind of band. And that's pretty much the extent of it prior to oceanography. So you said that some bands break up because, you know, people grow up, they have to make a living, they have to be responsible. Yeah, yeah. But you didn't? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm still <laughs> just as irresponsible as I was when I was, uh, uh, I guess, 20. Well, I'm single. I don't have any kids. So if that's any indication as to my level of responsibility. <laughs> well, right at the moment, you're responsible for giving us another song to listen to. What do you want to share now? McAvoy O'Hara is another song from the latest release. Okay. 
And what do you want to say about this? I, I mean, I searched McAvoy O'Hara and I found McAvoy O'Hara Evergreen Mortuary. Yeah, that's what it's referring to. Yeah. Well, this song is kind of about my grandfather who, who passed away in 07. Actually, that's when I wrote it. I wrote it back in 07. So it's an old song. But yeah, it's kind of a song about his life and my experiences with his passing and that sort of thing. That's the gist of it. We'll dive right in. McAvoy O'Hara is by Oceanography. Here is Brian Kelly of Oceanography, McAvoy O'Hara. You went to McAvoy O'Hara, California, maybe you know about McAvoy O'Hara Evergreen Mortuary, where oceanography has a grandfather. Was he laid to rest there? No, he he was um, he was in bomb there. <laughs> not to sound so grim, but yeah, he yeah it, yeah he is not he was not laid to rest there. What do you think about death? Whether it's your grandfather's death or your sister's death. I mean, it's because I'm 67 years old. I realize that death is somewhere in the not horribly distant future for me. 
And mind you, I've narrowly cheated death a few times in my life. Congratulations. That's great. <laughs> I mean, no, that's... Congratulations on being a cheater. I mean, come well, on. Well, I don't know. That's how you do it. You have to cheat it. Yeah, yeah. Is death sad? Scary? Is it poignant? I mean, it is in the sense that it makes you kind of understand what's important. Well, first of all, it doesn't look like any fun. You know, I mean, not that I've watched a lot of people pass, but the process does not look like much fun. I mean, it's it's just a difficult process. I think much like being born, you know, it's really intense and difficult for the person moving on, transitioning. You know, you, you see someone's body go through these things. It's dirty. It's unpredictable. It's not like a movie, you know. The Hollywood version looks a lot better, that's for sure. I think it puts things into perspective for people, you know, hopefully, especially when you, you know, you watch someone go through it. I guess after seeing my sister go through it, it definitely made me rethink what I was doing and kind of make different decisions and kind of point my life in a different direction. I don't know that it's the best direction, but it's a different direction. You know what I mean? But yeah, it kind of helped me put things into perspective. We've just shared three songs that are from songs about driving nowhere in alphabetical order. And what are we going to share next? We could share something from my previous release, Collier Canyon. Simple little song, Collier Canyon. Where is Collier Canyon? I don't know it. What's well, a road that kind of circles the hills outside of... I grew up in a valley, and there are these kind of rolling hills that surround the, the town I grew up in, and this is a road that kind of winds through those hills. When I was recording this album, Collier Canyon, I, I was you know living at my mom's house and kind of recording mostly at home, and I would take a break and go on a drive on this road. So it kind of became my place of refuge, I guess. Because there's a video that goes with the song, and there's all these images about rodeo appears repeatedly in this. So give me some clues about that. The funny thing is, is that is manipulated found footage from the Library of Congress. And uh, so it's it's like rights free. So I took it and kind of, and it, it actually is kind of like there are a lot of like ranches in the hills uh, around Collier Canyon when you're driving around. So it, it really kind of matched the aesthetic of that drive, you know, that I would take. Although it is like, it looks like it was filmed in the 40s, late 40s, early 50s, maybe. But it, yeah, so I manipulated the footage and kind of made it a little jumpy and, you know, adjusted the color and edited it together in a way that kind of told a little story. <laughs> That's the story behind that video. So the woman in the video is not named Kathleen? No, not Kathleen, no. Well, folks, you need to listen to the song to see what I'm talking about there. Here we are with Oceanography today. Brian Kelly here sharing from the Collier Canyon album, the song Collier Canyon. Down 
sweetest thing on a whole damn tour. I put my arm around you like I should. I show them I'm the one. Folks, as you were listening to Collier Canyon, that voice you were hearing in there, did you, like me, sometimes think that it might have been Neil Young? That's whose tones I heard there. It's oceanography, but in fact, Brian Kelly is with us here today for Song of the Soul to share the music of oceanography. I assume you at least know Neil Young. By being 20 plus years younger than me, you're not necessarily going to be exposed to all the same music. I don't know. I mean... Neil Young's great. Yeah, no, I, I love Neil Young. Next time you listen to it, see if you hear Neil Young in there too. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he's definitely an influence for sure. I, I mean, just uh, all of Harvest is like my favorite. That's like such a good one. I mean, and, and actually, I think I was listening to that a lot when I recorded that album, now that I think about it. So maybe I was actually hearing what you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Sometimes I'm amazed if we listen what we can hear. Also, Love in Mind, that song, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it is one of my favorites. Anyway, that just popped up. <laughs> so, uh, Collier Canyon was that song. It's title uh, song for that album, released in 2019. And uh, the website you want to be checking out is oceanographymusic.com. The link is on northernspiritradio.org. We'll get another song right away. The next one, uh, Rainbow Records. Rainbow Records. I've asked this. uh, You were born long enough ago that you have more musical overlap with me than a 20-something, right? Uh Being in your 40s. But records, LPs. I mean, you sent me some of your LPs, which I'm really grateful for. I have now lived long enough to go from when I was a kid, 45s to 33, you know, LPs, to cassettes and to eight-track tapes. Oh, yeah, the eight-track, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I lived it up big. And then CDs. Wait, so you made all the transitions. Like, you, you did you get rid of everything and then repurchase or what? I've got about 500 LPs in the other room. Oh, nice. I have fewer cassettes. I don't have any eight tracks left, but I probably have a couple hundred cassettes. And I've got a metric ton of CDs, which I understand are now passe. So <laughs> I feel like they're going to come back. I mean, they're, I don't know. I, I always thought they were a, a really nice format because it was like a smaller version of an LP, you know, the, the size, same proportion, but who knows? Who knows I, where the data set of the world is going I've worked in computer programming consulting since 1980. 
So I have some sense of where the world's going, and I'm not sure I'm very comfortable with it. But I think we'll all disappear into the zeros and ones. (laughs) Yeah, and then there will be like a solar flare, and we'll lose everything, and I don't know. (laughs) But Rainbow Records is a song uh, you refer to 1984, when you would have been a, a young tyke, but still conscious. And the video that goes along with it, all of these cassettes that we're seeing pictures of in that video, are those yours? Some of them are, but not all of them. Some were my sister's, some were found, some were borrowed. It's kind of a mixture. So let's go right into it. Rainbow Records is the song by Oceanography from Collier Canyon, Let the Records Turn.
We've got Oceanography here today for Song of the Soul. That song, Rainbow Records from Collier Canyon. And my favorite line in there, which I still don't know if I know what it means, is the blood in my head ends up in my heart. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there are so many layers of meaning and feeling that I think go with that. Anything that you care to disclose and admit to and here on the open radio waves? Well, I mean, I guess I kind of like to keep it open for interpretation, but ah, what do you think it means? No, <laughs> no what so do I you think I think I mean? No, what do you think? <laughs> I, yeah. um, I mean, I, it's just, you know, you, you're not overthinking it. You know, you're in the moment. That's kind of where it came from. Are you a logical guy? Um, when it comes to some things, it depends on what it is. But I don't know. I've n- nobody's ever asked me that question. Well, that's why you're here on Song of the Soul. Not as logical as I probably should be. It gets you in trouble? To, that's what I mean? Uh, yeah, it gets me in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I won't get you in more trouble by asking you about those particular instances of it. But I do know the feeling, the conflict between my head and heart. And I assume your heart has driven you places where your head would have put on the brakes. Yeah, it, it causing the head to spin. Yeah, for sure. If you haven't had at least one occasion of that in your life, folks, you're missing out, I think, to be put in new territory by being driven. And, and I'm obviously going with an extended metaphor on the album released by Oceanography, 13 songs about driving nowhere in alphabetical order. <laughs> I wondered, by the way, in that title, if the in alphabetical order was a a desire to give a little bit of logical order to something that otherwise was emotionally freewheeling. I suppose. I mean, it's basically, it's not what you think it is in that, you know, there are only 10 songs on it and they're not in alphabetical order. <laughs> so I guess I am deceptive. Uh, <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Okay, I just came to that realization. Intentionally deceptive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I know we're running out of time. I'm afraid that there are going to have to be bonus excerpts from this interview, stuff that won't fit in the 55-minute broadcast. So go to org to find those. But let's have one last song from Oceanography. Field Shots is the last song that we're going to play for you. Okay, Field Shots. And so there is clearly a fair amount of uh, military either allusion or maybe literal, maybe figurative. What is it? Well, I guess I've never really discussed this song, but it's inspired by a documentary photographer who was in Afghanistan who uh, he stepped on an IED and, and lost, I think, his left arm and both of his legs. I was driving somewhere and I heard his story on NPR. I mean, it's just a great story. He was promoting something maybe, or just, you know, telling a story. And he wanted to go back after going through this very traumatic experience and kind of finish the story. He was doing a story on a hospital, I think, that was taking care of civilian casualties. And as you know, there are so many more civilian casualties than soldiers. So he, I think he did go back. Giles Dooley, I think is his name. But I don't know. It was inspired by that and his, his willingness to, after going such a traumatic, going through such a traumatic experience, like willing to go back and continue to document. That was the inspiration of the song. I didn't want it to be like a, a literal recreation of it, of his story, because I obviously don't really know the specifics of his story, but just it was kind of inspired by the snippet of the interview I heard on NPR. 
The line in there that is the most compelling is, I'm still willing to stay in the crosshairs of harm's way. Yeah. Obviously, you heard his willingness to do that. Do you relate to it? Yeah. I mean, I think everybody can to a certain degree. And, you know. Yeah, but I'm concerned about Brian here. Well, I mean, I guess I could I could use it as a metaphor for or inspiration to, you know, persevere with creative endeavors. But I mean, I, I don't know that I'm going to sacrifice as much as he has, you know. You mean you wouldn't give an arm and a leg to be a successful nationally known musician? No, 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 no. Okay. Well, folks, you've heard the limits that Brian Kelly will stay at within, but that notwithstanding, I think you'll hear some really good music. If you go to oceanographymusic.com, the link again is on northernspiritradio.org. I am really so grateful, Brian, that you called me up, that you took the chance, reached across the country, found me, and came here today to share your music for Song of the Soul. Yeah, it's been great. I mean, yeah. I, re- I wish I could give you a hug right now. <laughs> I would happily accept it so much. So, folks, here is Field Shots from Oceanography, Brian Kelly, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul.
Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helpsmeet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.